Welcome to the After Dark Podcast, the podcast in which Anthony leads his unknowing friend Conrad by the hand through TV shows. Will Conrad like them? Will Conrad hate them? Will Conrad predict what's going to happen, or will he be lost in the dark? Find out now, only on the After Dark Podcast. Hello, and welcome to the After Dark Podcast. I am Anthony James, and with me as always is Conrad. Hello, that's him. Well, Conrad, how are you this week? I'm doing very well. I'm basking in the glow of finishing the OA and going back through my theory matrix like uh, like an old photo album of, of long lost <laughs> romances, um, remembering the good old days. That's essentially what this week has been for me. No pain, no pain in that photo album. Uh, well, I mean, we'll see. It could be, it could be that I've misremembered some of these, and it's going to become a painful experience, kind of recollecting them. But yeah. to be honest, most of them were remembered relatively fondly. Yeah. Okay. So, if any of you don't know, when we finish a show, we do the the Conrad's Theory Matrix episode, where we go through his whole Theory Matrix. We find out what he did right, what he got wrong, what's neutral. So, if it's right, it goes green. He gets a point for it. If it's wrong, it goes red. He gets a minus one point for it. And yep. if it's neutral, it's just a zero, null and void, sort of an orange, okay? Yes. Um, now, in Dark, he actually ended up in a positive. I think it was like positive nine or something, wasn't it? I think I did quite well. Yeah, something like that. Um, I can't actually remember off the top of my head what the score was, but it was around that. Yeah, it was around that. It was actually quite good. The second half of season three of uh, of Dark were really good for Conrad. I started so- taking it seriously. Started taking it seriously, like, you know, less of the crazy Philosopher's Stone type. Uh... <laughs> I stand by that one. I stand by that theory. Yeah, the Philosopher's Stone, as we know. Uh, but anyway, so this week, I'm really looking forward to seeing, because I can't even, I can't quite remember some of the, I don't know if, I don't know if there was any mental theories, like crazy theories in, in the OA, was there? Nothing, um, not, nothing as crazy as Dark. But well, I mean, was. so, like, we didn't get that many at the first season, so there were, there were 28 overall. Um and I think we just went through the ones that I had concluded at the end of the season, um, at, at, in the the final episode of that season. So there's a there's, there's there are some crazier ones, but there's certainly been more this time around. Um, and obviously, because the the show did not really resolve, there's a lot of orange. That's all I'm saying, or a lot yeah. that I've given myself orange for. But we'll discuss whether that is justified as we go on. Yeah, and as you guys know, I am the be-all and end-all. Uh, yeah. what, what I say goes, Conrad can try and convince me, Yeah. Um, so if, but if I think he's wrong on something that he's ruled, I will overrule it. Um, he can convince me, and maybe I'll change my mind. Also, we could, well, there's no retroactive changing of minds, but you can judge me in the comments if you think that my ruling was wrong, okay? Um, which has been done before, let's just say. So guys, can you please, uh, oh, before you subscribe and all that sort of stuff, you can if you want, click it there now. Just to remind you, next week, we're actually going to be doing Dark Season 1 with Emmett. And we've got a special surprise for you too. Conrad is going to be re-watching Dark along with Emmett. Uh, mm. Not with him in the same room, but I mean at the same time. And then we'll have Emmett reacting to uh, and getting his thoughts on Season 1 of Dark for the first sort of 45 minutes of the, of the podcast. And then for the last sort of 15 minutes, 20 minutes to a half an hour of the podcast, we're going to hear Conrad's thoughts through his rewatch. Uh, so that's going to be really good fun. Uh, so as we go, we'll have Emmett's first reaction and Conrad's uh, second reaction. Obviously, Emmett won't be around for the Conrad part because otherwise we'll be spoiling season three because I'm sure Conrad's going to notice a load of stuff yeah. that we didn't notice. Uh, are you excited for that, Conrad, to rewatch? I, I am very excited for it. Yeah, I I did, um, a full disclosure, I did, um, 
watch uh one or two episodes kind of preemptively for that uh today and uh it, it was like it was like slipping on an old coat it was just a wonderful experience i was like oh this is this is a good show um yeah. and when you're not when you're not like furiously taking notes to try and understand where everything's going you can kind of luxuriate in the in the setting <laughs> yeah. and the story a little more and uh, and there is a lot to luxuriate in in dark yeah, it's absolutely fantastic. I'm looking forward to hearing your second viewing. Right, guys, subscribe to the channel. Like the video if you could. could. If you want to subscribe to on YouTube, we are The Culture Cave. If you want to subscribe on audio apps, the After Dark Podcast is where you'll find us. Um, if you would like to donate to the channel, we have a link in the description. Or if you'd like to support the channel in another way, we also have a link to a t-shirt which we sell, which is just the logo of the, of, of the podcast. Um, I didn't put it up yet, so I will put it up after this episode, possibly. We are going to be doing Westworld uh, after Emmett goes through Dark Season 1, 2, and 3. Give me some ideas. I'm going to put a post up asking whether you think I should change the theme and the opening credits of the podcast. Uh, And if you do think I should, or if you have some ideas for me, you could pop them in the comments of that post. I'll make that post on the same day this podcast comes out. I think I really look forward to sort of seeing what I can do with that and and, and changing it around. I like the idea of changing it every one because a show lasts three or four months. So it's a big chunk of time to go through one. Westworld actually might last a bit longer than that. So by the time we get through it, I like the idea of then freshening it up for the next one. So... Looking forward to seeing it. We've already commissioned uh, my wife, Emma. She's starting to draw us maybe a little cowboy hat here and there. Oh, Who knows? amazing. It's yep. like a fantasy of mine to to dress up like a, like a cowboy. Yeah, so that's what we're, we're going to do. Right, right, guys. Yeah. So first thing we're going to do today, there's no segues or anything. We don't have the jet, the, the usual um, the usual thing. Today, what we I thought I'd start with, before we get into the theory matrix, we had a lovely message uh, from Justin Austria. Um, and Justin Austria, first time uh, commenter, long time listener. Uh, has said, hey, Anthony and Conrad, big fan here. Yes, you have fans. That made me uncomfortable, (laughs) first of all. (laughs) I own several fans. (laughs) Yeah, you own them, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, actually, we had a bit of an issue early on because Conrad was very warm in the summer last summer. He wanted to have his fan on while we were recording, but uh, we could hear it. I suffered. I suffered for my art. Yeah, well, at least at that time, there was no camera comic, so they couldn't see the sweat pouring out of you. Yeah. <laughs> this summer, they'll see it. I'm worried. I'm worried. <laughs> Very sweaty, man. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not. Please, I <laughs> Please don't read too much into that. I had to just laugh there. I, I couldn't go on from that delivery of that. Uh, you know, a very sweaty man. <laughs> we had to give that the due it was deserved there, that, that delivery. Right, okay. So, uh, Justin says, not sure you remember, but Conrad had a subtle theory or idea early in, earlier in the season <laughs> about the prairie and possibly uh, most of the main characters being in some kind of simulation. I like the idea, similar to The Matrix, perhaps, and traveling through different dimensions being glitches that occur in that dimension. If mm. this could be true, might we see the ending of the series having Prairie or the OA waking from our simulated world? I, like I mean, idea. yeah, I really like that idea. And to be honest, that's one of those theories. I think I, that was the same episode where I proposed that the markings on her arm were like binary or, or something. Possibly. Along those first, episode, first episode of season two. Yeah, I think so. Uh, and I, I mean, it's still within the realms of possibility. Um, there, I, I think you, you, there's a way to navigate from the more kind of nebulous spiritual stuff that they're doing at the moment to, mm-hmm. oh, it's all a simulation. And like we've kind of talked about this being maybe a kind of training program for Prairie to graduate into something uh, more with with more control over what happens in the multiple dimensions. Um, and there's no reason why that couldn't be um, 
waking up from the simulation and being able to ma- manipulate it from the outside, like um, like Neo in the uh, in the Matrix. Prairie will do yeah. her Superman thing. Or super, yeah, super exactly. I I think there's it's it's interesting because there's been a, there's sort of enough in the show so far to show that there could be something weird going like that like that going on. But at the same time, if that was going to be the true ending of the show, sort of like for season five. They, ha- they would have had a lot of time to build to it. So there really is mm. no way of knowing either way. I think it's a cool idea. Yeah, it's definitely, absolutely. And it's also definitely something which I I would say isn't like, I'm sure there's some stuff out there with that in it already, that theme. So it wouldn't be a huge risk sort of going that way. Um, I don't know if I would have preferred it that way, to be honest with you. I think I probably would have preferred it going, like I like the idea of it eventually going into like the 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 angel stuff a bit more detail and it actually going to that weird world that Katoon's in and have yeah. that actually be another reality and have it all be in the reality. I like the idea of having it with this weird like sci-fi fantasy reality world. Yeah. You know. Yeah, I do, I really like the kind of meshing of um of like kind of Judeo-Christian imagery with their own um crazier takes on not just spiritualism but but ideas about you know um. Uh, like kind of multi-dimensional theory and stuff. I think I think the the way they blend all that stuff is really interesting. Yeah, exactly. And and it would have went we- even weirder ways because the way that like it was explained, like the branching of the timelines. It's it's and the idea of uh, the OA being the original. It's really interesting. Like, how can the OA be the original if the Brit Marling timeline split off before they were born? It seems. You know, because yeah. I don't think Britt Marling is implying that she was born in Russia to a Russian mafia guy. Mm. So I think it must have split off before they were born. So how is she the original, you know, split? Unless they're going to do some sort of grandfather paradox or something like that. Yeah, I, I could see them doing a sort of time as a flat circle thing where... Yeah. Because I, I have said before that I think um, that she is the little girl who spoke to the cop's um, sick yeah. wife when mm-hmm. she was a child. Um so I, I yeah I just I think I think Prairie has always existed and will always exist, um, though how they would have got to that revelation, I don't know. It would have taken a lot of work. Yeah, it would have. Uh, well, they have they would have had like you know twenty four episodes to do it, and so that's true. They've done a lot with with less, a lot more with death less in this show. Uh, okay, uh, thanks very much, Justin. That was a great question and great yeah. comment, and thanks very much for listening. Um, anyone like Justin who hasn't really commented before, don't don't be shy. We're a very accepting and uh, loving community here. So uh, if you have something to say, say to us, you could either send it to us like Justin did on one of the YouTube comments, or you could send us an email at adpodmail at gmail.com. Don't be a stranger. <laughs> <laughs> no, I can't say that seriously, but, but, I, but I do mean it though. Do mean it though. Um, okay, so let's get into the main segment today then. What we're going to be talking about is Conrad's Theory Matrix, and this is one of the, br- the, the rare times where I kind of hand the reins over to Conrad he takes us through his theory matrix. Yep. Um, so uh, first off, I, I I never pass up an opportunity to uh, toot my own horn. Um, <laughs> and uh, I finished um, season one with a score of plus five um, based on the theories that I had. Now, there are still quite a few, probably about a dozen theories that mm. remain unresolved from season one that we're going to go through first yeah. um and for those of you who don't know i'm going to say the episode i proposed it the episode i concluded it and then anthony will take a guess at how he thinks i've concluded it i will say ahead of time again just just to just to set expectations there is going to be a lot of orange here just because 
there's some stuff that that maybe would have been concluded one way or the other, but just wasn't. Um, and there might that... be real technical things, Conrad, which would mean I might give you an orange to be a green, and I might give you an orange to be a red based on something yeah. like my whims, basically. Absolutely, yeah. So, but basically, so I need to. I need to maintain that plus five if at all possible. Um, but we'll see what season one comes out at once we've gone through these uh, these dozen or so, and then we'll go into season two and we'll we'll, we'll get an idea of how we're of how we're looking. Um, awesome. So so the first one from season one that 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 was concluded right at the end of this show was um, this was proposed in the second episode of season one and was concluded in uh, the eighth episode of season two. Um, the OA is still displaying some of the recklessness which got her into this situation in the first place. That recklessness being um, her getting or that situation rather being her getting kidnapped um, I think Hap is looking for her we'll find her again and it'll be up to her crew of misfits to save her oh that's a very, also, you know Conrad has been bitten before but with the very, <laughs> the very Listen, vague ones brevity is the soul of wit but not in the case of writing writing theories like I like to <laughs> I like to you know give I like to write little mini essays for these as we well know Right. Well, this one is so much detail. I'm gonna guess that you gave it an orange. I did. I did give myself an now, orange. Now let's for this. dig. Let's 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 dig it apart a bit, though. So she's still displaying the reckless behavior, which got her kidnapped. Right. Let's take that for the first part. Yeah. So the reckless behavior was we found out. Didn't know at that time, but we found out was actually that she thought she was gonna go find her father. Yeah. Right? So she so, was kind of like just running off to New York without telling her parents where she was going. Yeah, in order to sort of serve her own, her own identity, her her own, you know, and I I personally think that she does continue to feel that way. Like yeah. the whole conversation with French later in the season about how she's sort of saying that um, Nancy and Abel aren't her real parents, so why do they matter and stuff. So I think she still is displaying that. So I think the first part of that theory is a check mark. I think you did get that. Then you went on to say that Hap will recapture her. That mm. also happened in a different dimension in season two. Yeah. The second part where you said, uh, sorry, the third part where you said that her friends will have to band together to yeah, get her out. Her. I think that's what makes it an orange. Yeah, I think that's that was kind of my approach to it as well, where like there are individual parts of that that are probably correct, mm-hmm. but ultimately it's it's vague enough that I, I couldn't in good conscience give it to myself. If it was um, vaguely correct the whole way through, I possibly could have given it to you, but if there's one bit of vagary in there, it's got to be an orange. Yeah, we got to, we've, we've, we, full disclosure, harsh judges. There's nothing, there's no value in the win if it's given to you, all right? It has to be, <laughs> like, it has to be earned. Um, okay, here we go. So this one's from um, episode three of season one. This was concluded in episode eight of season two as well, as as most of these ones in season one were, to be honest. Um mm-hmm. August was Rachel's sister. Okay. I thought this as soon as you said it, and I'm going to tell you now, it's a red. You think it's a red? Yeah, 100% a red. I feel like that's an orange. This is not confirmed either way. Well, I think I like. I really do think Conrad. Like now, I'm like you know. I don't know how to explain this because I didn't watch the episode today. But when Rachel explains her NDE mm. and explains um, and explains how you know how it, how it happened and her sister was in the car with her and stuff, mm. I I don't believe that if you would have viewed it in that way, like thinking is August the sister that she's talking about in this story, I don't think there's any way that you could think that it was her. But I I don't I 
I just personally, maybe it's just because I genuinely don't believe it, but there's no proof either way. Maybe. All right. Okay. Um, I'll, I, take, like, I'll take a minus one. I'd like. No, I. No. I was kind of just like. I thought that was inconclusive. I think something like that. We have to assume that the fact that the character of August didn't come back in any way, we have to just Rachel assume did. that 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 she wasn't related <clears throat> to Rachel. Yeah, that's a that is a fair assumption. Does, does that I feel sense? like Rachel yeah. Rachel probably would have mentioned it if her sister had been murdered. Yeah, I think I think that there's also more to the August and Rachel relationship that I that I have seen before, but I can't remember exactly. Um, there's there's more sort of implied there. Oh yes, yes, I remember now. And actually, I, so there is. I don't I don't know if I necessarily believe this to be honest with you, but there's 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 some the, there's a theory in the fandom, which is that Rachel was actually pregnant when she was taken. Okay. And and August was her baby. Um, and I know that she was a, it was a, it was an adult body in the bath. I know that, but mm. but people are saying that when Prairie retold the story, she didn't actually tell the story correctly. It's so there's there's a lot of moments in the retelling. There's a there's more than that one. There's a lot of moments in the retelling of uh, Prairie's story in season one, which people now I not necessarily believe it, but there's people who think that Prairie is sugarcoating the story on purpose. So okay. for example, the what the part where, um. Uh, Hap is eating her soup, right? And she's going to poison him. Well, there's also people who believe that there c- that could actually be a sexual assault scene that she is sugarcoating. Because if you listen to the way that Hap is breathing in it, uh, it sounds very ominous. Now, having said that, I don't necessarily believe that. But there are there are some people in the fandom who I, sort of go down that avenue of thought. I'd be interested to hear if there is stuff that is demonstrably wrong in her retelling of the story. Um, I don't know how that would be the case, really, because she's the only narrator or descriptor we have of of the events there. Um, I guess the oh, only way yeah. the show could really confirm that is if they introduced, I don't know, like Hap as a character who retold the events and, and told them differently. Um, it's an interesting idea. That wouldn't certainly wouldn't be the first show it, to do something like that. I mean, it would also be a really subtle... Um... Mm. And when you know Perry's story includes an- like actual angels with wings, I don't I don't know. Obviously, if it's painful for her, but I, I don't know. I, I I my personal belief is that we take her story for what it is. I think she's telling yeah, the truth. Yeah, I, I I think so as well. I, part I think, of yeah, part of I, passing I, the story on to have her the, the boys sort of go along with her in this. We, she would have to be truthful, in my opinion. She would believe she has to be truthful. Yeah, no, I think so. I, I certainly don't think she's deliberately misleading them anyway um okay okay so um i'll i'll put down a minus one for that next one from episode three also included in episode eight of season two the arabic speaking lady takes something from each of the people she encounters okay so obviously the the eyes or the, the sight was for prairie mm. the arabic lady cartoon only actually appeared to prairie though so i think that yeah isn't, that's is, true I think it's red just based on it being uh, a, it had too much assumption in the question, do you know? Yeah, I gave myself red for this, to be honest. Like I was like I I thought <clears throat> that um I thought that it was going to be a character who would recur visibly for each of these characters in in mm-hmm. NDEs that kind of match prairies and we it didn't really go in that direction in the end. Um Although Ima had, uh, yeah, Ima had a really good theory though about um, 
the different like almost like every character like there's five characters and they all like are like in a way uh represent a sense you know so mm. like uh prairie would be sight uh homer would be touch you know because it's all about like you know only touching prairie for that one time then the dream that he had where he had to touch the skin um mm. Ema knows Ema can flesh that out a lot more, but basically yes, that's her voice because she's a singer. Well, a singer and guitarist. No, that Rachel, Rachel, Rachel. Would be oh, voice. sorry, Rachel's a singer and she renounces the, guitar- the guitarist. Ema had Ema texted me when I was work the other day, and it was like properly laid out all the details, and I was like, yeah, this is great, but uh, I can't remember it all now. Um, <laughs> actually, while you're talking now, I'll maybe find it. I'll, but between now and the next segment, maybe I'll find it on the phone and read just read it. To you. Okay, nice. Right, let's go. Um, cool. Okay, so last one from episode three. Again, this one's a bit, this one's a bit nebulous. Um, concluding episode eight of season two, each of these characters has someone who depends on them, and this was kind of relating back to Rachel talking about her sister, Homer mm-hmm. talking about his wife. I think is she wife or mother? Certainly mother of his, his child. child. Yeah, his chi- um, he was talking about his child more, so his son. Yeah, um, yeah, that's what that's based on. No, that's wrong. Yeah, you gave it orange. I gave it orange for that because we just don't we don't know about Scott and Renata and and like Rachel does and Homer does Prairie I guess you could argue Prairie doesn't hmm okay I'm happy for, I'm happy for orange I'm happy for orange yeah. um yeah yeah I'm happy for that I I can't I can't I I can't, I can't just assume that my take on the show is correct, so therefore <laughs> it, it is just orange. I would I would like to think though that if they were going to set up something where each person is has is has like a reliant, um, it would have been done before the end of the second season. But at the same time, you never know. You never. Yeah, know. yeah, that's fair. Um, but I mean, yeah, that one was that it could have been it could have easily been red. It's definitely not green. Um, yeah. Okay, so now we're jumping forward to episode five. Uh, This was concluded in the second episode of season two. Some of the other captives have been sent to another plane universe, or slash universe, permanently. Um, I would say that's... Well, I'm going to negate the word permanently because I think the whole... <laughs> yeah, I did. I did myself. I, I put myself in danger with the use of the word permanently there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But we'll just we'll just negate that. Uh, well, so it's green. I'm going to give it green. Um. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Is that what you gave I, yourself? I did give myself green for that. Yeah, I yeah. agree. Yeah, um, the per- like the permanently thing. <clears throat> the discussion would only come up like, can they go back to the body they left fr- from this? But like, considering they were in the middle of a field and they took poison. And and the yeah, they're ambulance, not going back there. ambulance wasn't caused. Like they're not going to go back to that one. So yeah, the answer is yes. Okay, cool. Um, they might not so, stay permanently in the next one. No, they, that was that was back. where I was thinking permanently was going to trip me up. Was they they will eventually leave for somewhere else. Um, okay. Um, also from episode five, the Arabic lady Katoon is giving them the movements when they have an NDE. I actually well, think I might have marked this. I'm, I'm not sure about the mark I've given this now. So you gave it a green? I did give it a green, but I don't actually... I think it probably should be orange because I don't think there's any confirmation that it's Katoon who is giving the others the NDE, uh, giving the others their movements. At that point... this Now, this matters. At that point, did Prairie have the movement yet? She did. Uh, by then I think five. it probably has to be orange. I think if you predicted that she gave it to Prairie, then that would be a clear green. Hmm. But yeah, Katoon like Katoon like figures 
gave like definitely Renata I think got hers from a cartoon like figure. Well that's not yeah. exactly not confirmed, but they mentioned her version of cartoon was yeah, released yeah, in her indie. So I think <clears throat> I think probably I would go for Orange for that just because um you 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 thought that they were rest of them were gonna be like Prairie's uh experience, but it wasn't. Yeah. And I think uh the next two will will kinda of weigh into that as well. So th- this first one uh, this one less so, but the one after this actually. So this is also from episode five, concluded in episode eight of season two. This show is going to be a preacher style, which if you don't know preacher, all of you at home should uh, check out the graphic novel preacher. It's very good. A preacher style God is missing situation. <sighs> Not confirmed, is it? But I think I it's so vague. Like it was never going to be exactly like preacher. Do you think there's enough of the religious aspect in this show to say that, that you're right in that? Or, is, or does, does it all... It all depends on when you make the prediction there. Like if, you'd, if you'd said that in season one, episode one, season one, it would have been like, okay, like maybe she isn't technically God. Yeah. But there's but definitely a big something, go, the... there's something going on there. Yeah. But because you probably found that out eventually whenever you figured out the original angel thing. Yeah, and that's then when took... this is coming about, is after the original angel stuff. And what once they're starting to drop like some of that some of that like Christian terminology or Judeo Christian mm-hmm. terminology, that's where I made this prediction. So I mean to be honest, I gave myself wrong um incorrect for this because I okay. I just I just don't think there's enough. maybe the show would have taken a hard turn into that in the later seasons but i just don't think there's enough in what we have to say that that's the direction it's probably going to go in it seems a lot more grounded than that weird as that is to say yeah okay i i think i would agree with you okay <clears throat> so um this this is the one that i would be interested to get your take on actually so this is from episode six and concluded in episode eight of season two all of these characters are getting their own version of katoon We only have confirmation of Renata, but I'm going to say... Uh, I'm going to give you green on that. Oh, okay. I gave myself I, orange for that I, one. I, uh, I think... <laughs> I don't I don't think that the... Sh- I think we have... I'm going to go green. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to say green. Because I'll get, tell you why. I think that the fact that Renata has that figure mm. would make me believe that... Um, it is... The, like, why is Renata special? more special than homer most more special than scott mm. you know again it comes down to when you predicted it did you predict this after it, it said renata had one so that was episode six that probably was the episode i think if i'm thinking back where renata where renata has it okay or, well or that might be an or- that. that might be an orange then because because if you had predicted that before it was revealed renata had one then i would have said yeah brilliant you predicted that yeah um but we haven't got confirmation that all other three have one, so yeah. Okay. Orange. All right. All right. Oh no, I've just given myself minus one for that. Don't want to. Don't want to do that. No, 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 not minus one. I don't one. need those points. Um. Okay. <clears throat> so we're into the last two episodes of the season now. Mm-hmm. Um. Some pretty big swings here. And okay. I don't think any of them really paid off. <laughs> <for matters. laughs> so, uh, first one, episode seven, concluded in the first episode of season two. Prairie is traveling this season, but the boys won't come with her. It's a fucking cracking that that one over the fences. Yeah, that's green. Yeah, that's that's the one that I'm like, nice job, Con- past Conrad. That was a good guess. Um, I mean, Steve wanted to go with her. 
Oh, but, yeah. Uh, he absolutely did. Um, okay, so this one's also from episode seven. This was also concluded in the first episode of season two. The portal will look like a kind of stream of light. Yeah, I led you down that route. Sorry. You did. You did. Led me a merry dance to that one. Yeah, <laughs> I mean like, it's it's you know it's an interesting thing to speculate about, but it was ultimately speculation and it was ultimately incorrect. Yeah, like I, I just talk. We were talking a lot about going to other universes and realities, and I thought we sort of had to talk about what that would look like. So, yeah, sorry. No, it's fair enough. Um, okay, episode eight. This was concluded right at the end of season two. Prairie was the little girl the woman with dementia spoke to. I don't actually think she did have dementia. I think she had ALS. I don't know why I put dementia there, but... Well, that's not confirmed. Yeah, I I gave myself orange. orange We both think that's true, but yeah, yeah, orange. I believe it in my heart of hearts, but I can't can't score myself for something, I believe. Um, Okay. Uh, this was proposed in episode eight, concluded in the concluded in the first episode of season two. Prairie isn't talking to Homer at the end of this show. So, for those of you who don't remember, there is a voice at the very end of season one, and Prairie looks up and says Homer, and then the season ends. And I was like, I've seen movies. It's yeah, not, but it's like it's a, it's going to be the, you know the silhouette not in focus that looks like it's going to be Homer, and it comes into focus, and it's going to be someone else. And wouldn't you know it? They they bloody got me because they went yeah we we even at the time in the episode talked a little bit about this one mm. so I think we concluded on that episode that actually we'll we'll count it as being Homer because it kind of is you know? I mean, it is it is Homer it's not her Homer but like it's, it's yeah but if it was a picture of Homer Simpson we wouldn't be saying it was you know <laughs> that's true. But that wouldn't be any version of her Homer. Like this is. But it would be Homer. But it wouldn't be that her. Is tr- yeah, that is true. That's a fair point. <laughs> or Homer, the Roman poet, Greek, Greek. poet. Yeah, yeah, I can never the remember Iliad. which one he is. Um, of course, he's the Iliad. Yeah. Um, okay, so last one from season one, concluded in um, episode six of season two. We'll see what you think of this one. Uh, Riz Ahmed's character Ilias is shady as hell and was up to something bad in Prairie's house. It's the word bad. Mm. It's the word. It's the word bad. Um, I mean, it looked bad at the time. I'll get. I'll say that much. Yeah, it did. Uh, but but we know that it wasn't bad. Now he actually was there to support her in some way. We don't know why, but he was. Um, mm. So the question remains: Is is was it bad in the respect of like he's he's an evil man, uh, ba- a bad thing, or is it bad in the way that like it's you know relative. Or is it a Billy Eilish type bad? Bad guy. <laughs> Who knows? Uh, what do you? What, what did you give yourself for that? Uh, I gave one. myself orange for this. I let myself out of jail. I was like, you know what? It was sh- breaking into someone's house and planting stuff is is shady. That is shady, even if your intentions are yeah. benevolent. Um, so I was like, there no, was I- more going on there. I think orange is fair enough. Okay, so that takes me for the end of season one down to a score of plus two. So I've taken a bit of a pounding, but just maintained a positive, uh, a positive score. And honestly, okay. look, looking through what I've given myself for season two, this is going to be close. It's going to okay. be, it's going, it's going to be close. It's, I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to, you know, give anything away. But we'll see how this ends up. So um, let's, okay, let's just do it. Let's just go into season two then. Okay, all right. Um, 
so this is this was proposed in episode one and there was a few i'm gonna I'll, I'll apologize for this now in season two there was a few quite a few theories which i don't normally like doing where i proposed it and then it was like basically confirmed in the same episode um okay. I, I try not to do those as much as possible but we do have a couple here so this is one of those um the timeline for buck slash michelle makes no sense so there must be alternate versions of each character Um. Yeah. 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 Because that was that was before we saw Nina. Yeah. But so, so therefore, yeah. it was before we had full confirmation that this was an alternate reality. Yeah. So at first, I thought I was thinking, oh, is this like a flashback to to before mm-hmm. to before Buck trans um before Michelle transitioned to Buck? Um. By the end of the episode, it's it's confirmed that it is just a full on other reality. Yeah. I th- I think that that's green then. Okay. Cool. Um. This is going to be an interesting one. I'm interested to see what you have to have to say about this one. Also proposed okay. in episode one, uh, concluded right at the end. I don't think Pierre Ruskin designed Q Symphony. What's contentious about this? Um, well, that that um, he implied towards the end that he did, but the baller lady um, at the beginning, I think, said he didn't. Or that if something like that, I can't. I actually can't remember now. Well, it was confirmed that he did. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm pretty sure Jason Isaacs, sorry, Hap, uh, confirmed that he did in the last episode. There. Um, yeah. Okay. I'm pretty sure he did. He said that that was Pierre's idea. He did. Yeah. Yeah. He did. Um... I think it was the baller who said he didn't actually design it. Or so, that someone le- le- led me to believe in the show that that he didn't actually design it. And yeah, it I think like there was of... some talk. There was some talk about like you know he he wouldn't get his hands dirty or something like that. You know what I mean? Well, and, and it was also like I think from my point of view, this is when I like going back to that 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 question we had at the beginning of the show. I think this was when I was approaching it as like there is this kind of simulationy element where there yeah. are like these games that exist that are like kind of designed by some other power or influence mm. and, and and pierre ruskin's just kind of it, it, he had the kind of characterization of what is an ostensibly like kind of a brilliant man but he's actually just standing on the shoulders of those who've come before yeah. him and hasn't actually done any of the work himself um which i think is I will, probably I, still true but yeah well conrad i will say though as well your theory did say like read the, you read the actual wording of your theory again <laughs> i don't think pierre ruskin designed q symphony well, that's correct because you did you didn't think it. That is true. I didn't think that, and I still you don't think it. Predicted that you didn't. You wouldn't think it. <laughs> yeah, I give myself an out. Um, no, I've given myself a minus one. I, I I I actually initially gave myself a zero, but I think on re- on reflection, a minus one is probably fair for that. Um, yeah. Okay. Um, so this was also proposed in episode one, concluded in episode two of season two. Uh, Nina was helping Pierre on work similar to Haps. Um. Well, it it depends in what way similar. Like we know that they want to find out what this house does. We know that Nina knew the house was a doorway to other realities or a window to other realities. Yeah, isn't that what Hap was trying to kind of do too? Yeah, so, I, I think that this in episode one, I was very broadly thinking of it as like they're getting into interdimensional yeah stuff. Yeah, you didn't actually mean they were going to take five people, put them in like a uh, pentag- pentagonal prism prism mm. thing. You weren't thinking about that. You were just literally thinking like they're they're, they're driving at the same questions here, and I think yeah. that's correct. Okay, good. That's nice to see. Um, 
Okay, another one from episode one, concluded uh, in episode four. We will see another reality in this series. Correct. Gosh. Right at the very end, we saw another reality. Um, and that was the only other reality, because I think it is confirmed and very much implied that the skin-sniffing reality was actually a dream. It's a dream. Well, I think so. I gave myself that for episode four, which is when we see the Brit Marling plane. Uh, yeah, yeah. and then eventually we see it at the very end as well. Yeah, so. yeah. But, um, yep, yeah, I'm happy with that. Um, okay, so episode one, um, this was proposed. Not concluded till right at the end. Slightly nebulous one, but we'll see what you think about this. Nina and Pierre's marriage is a sham. Are they married? I think so. Yeah, I think they are married. I think on 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 that. Um, so remember the doorman said he was her boyfriend. I could have sworn that in that first episode she's wearing a wedding ring or talking oh, about like uh, talking about them being married. Either way, I don't, don't think it really matters. You mean their relationship? Yeah. Um It's a sham. I, I don't know. Do we? I think, is that an orange? I gave myself a red for this. Okay. I was. I, I think. I. I was expecting that kind of. I was expecting there to be more development of this relationship than we actually got. Um. I don't necessarily think that they love each other, or that it's. I think there's definitely an 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 aspect of this being a relationship of convenience, given she has yeah. her ties to the to the Russian mob, and he has his influence and power as a as a kind of a Silicon Valley billionaire. But I mean. By by if I if I'm judging it by the standards of lots of modern marriages between wealthy people, it's as legitimate as any of those things. So uh, yeah, so, okay, all right, okay, we'll go we'll go with it. Okay, um, so this one might this one might change around now that we've discussed something from before. Uh, proposing okay. episode one, including episode eight, we will never meet the designer of the puzzle. We met him. Yeah, we met him. Old Pierre Rusky, bastard. Old Rusky Pierre. I remember. I didn't realise that the guy who played him, um, or I didn't recognise, I should say, the guy who played him initially. But he was in Mad Men. Um, yeah. He was a he was a bit of a bit of a tosser in that as well, to be honest. Um, in, Ma- in Mad Men, he looked like a child wearing a suit. Didn't yeah, he? he did. Yeah, he looked like someone who'd just been dressed up by his parents to go to his first day at work. Um, and perfect for a tech up. billionaire. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, here we go now. So this was proposed in episode one, concluded in episode four. The markers on that closet door in the penthouse are the symbols of the movements. I'm going to say orange. You probably went red. I'm going to go orange. Okay. Because because I think that... Listen, you interpret the show how you want to interpret the show, right? The the production designers of this show are obviously going to be putting uh, hints and consistencies throughout. If you see the movements in there... Then who am I to say, say you're wrong? So it's an orange. <laughs> okay. Oh, I appreciate that. I wasn't expecting that from that one. Um, I'm married to an artist. You know, you, you've, got to, you've got to expect some stuff like that. Yep. Well, I appreciate it. I'm going to need it based on how this is going so far. Um, <laughs> so th- this is the last one from episode one, and this was also included in episode four. Those marks on Prairie's arm are binary. Uh-uh. It was a good plan, but it didn't yeah. work out. That was actually me leading you there too, because I wanted to know what you thought they were, because yeah, I, I, I obviously mean... knew that they were octopus sucker marks, and I was like, there's no <laughs> yeah. way he's guessing that. No, I wasn't getting that at that point. But I mean, you know, again, a, a worthy subject of speculation. It just happened that I was wrong. Yeah. Um, okay, so into episode two, and, and we're we're starting to see a um, 
a trend in um oh sorry i've got a cow on me get off yeah out of there um a trend in thinking that will it'll lead to me losing some points here so this first okay. one uh, this was proposed in episode two and concluded in episode two but this is a, this is going to be an example of me being fair and not just giving myself the good ones uh, when I when I've thought about it and proposed uh, and concluded yeah. the same episode. Homer has travelled somewhere else, so I had a theory that I thought Homer wasn't at, her Homer wasn't actually in this dimension. Yeah, because I, I remember you coming up with this that and you would and you were sort of not square in the circle in terms of uh, realizing that he was inside and he had to come yeah. to the forefront. Yeah, and I remember like I was like screaming inside my head wanting to tell you, but um. Yeah, so that's wrong. Yeah. <sighs> School's not looking good. Okay. Um, this was proposed in episode two. Concluded in episode eight, although I actually feel like I could have probably concluded this a lot earlier. Um, the house is going to be central to whatever the Q Symphony kids are trying to solve, and probably Pierre Ruskin too. Okay, well, that's a good good old green there. Yeah, Get good old-fashioned good old fashioned green. Yeah. Back on track. Um, <laughs> okay. The old house uh, on Knob Hill. Yeah, that's a great name. You wouldn't get a Knob Hill. In the, oh, there probably is a Knob Hill in the UK or Ireland, actually. Um, <laughs> yeah, there shouldn't be, but there probably no. is. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to buy We send all estate. the knobs. We send yeah. all the knobs there. Send them to Knob Hill um, <laughs> for, for, uh, for disciplining. Um, okay, so this one was uh, also from episode two, concluded at the end of the show. Alt-Rachel had an NDE, met her version of Katoon, lost her voice, and was eventually given a movement. I'm not sure about my scoring for this one, actually. You gave it orange. I did give it orange. I'll I'll, I'll agree with that. Like, so, yeah. something like, like that's. I know it's very specific, but at the same time, it's like, you know, these characters had three more seasons of uh, building to go. So yeah, that is true. Um. Okay. This is another one. Proposed an episode. Episode two was a bad episode for theories. Uh, proposed an episode two. Concluded an episode two. Prairie is going to try and bring Homer and Rachel home to these bodies through their her ability to direct her jumps. So I thought she was going to head off to find Homer and Pre- uh, and Rachel in whatever body bodies they had ended up in and bring them back. Okay. No. Yeah. I, I just realised actually. You know how Rachel didn't get a movement? Yes. I've just realized it's probably because her NDE world was the same world she was in, so she wasn't yeah. actually tra- traveling to another world. Yeah, she didn't need a she didn't need a movement. Yeah, she, she was, was actually she, she, she was, was within she was in within her own world. Oh. Yeah. Um okay. Um so lo- no, in fact no, sorry, not last one from episode 2. God, there was a lot of theories in episode. I think episode 2 was the one where this show started to go a bit nuts actually. Um, so um, okay the thing in Hap's this was proposed in episode 2 concluded in episode 8 the thing in Hap's locked room is the thing brought to the waking world from the dream world which made Marlowe leave Curie that's I'm going to be controversial here yeah I'm giving you a green you can give me a green for that oh my goodness I'm giving you a green I'd a red for that because I was like, I, I just, I feel like it's, I feel like it's not enough. Mm. Um, okay, now you got me thinking. It's either green or shit. orange. It's not red. I don't, it's not I don't red. want to talk myself out of a green. It's, it's not red. It's definitely not red. Okay, let's deconstruct it. Marlo left Curie because of what was happening to the young people. Mm. Having said that, it was what happened to Michelle, which made her leave. And Michelle isn't in there because Michelle's 
consciousness is is in a different reality. Actually, that's not the same as when Hap got them and their ears started growing. So I think that's an orange. I think okay. on reflection, it's a slightly different thing, but it's not it's not a million miles away. There was Pierre Ruskin was doing shady stuff with Hap, and that's Marlowe wanted out because of the shady stuff. You know? Yeah, yeah. I I, I think that's I think that's fair. Um. Okay, I, I think we're going to get a good stretch here towards the end of this. So we'll, we'll see what you think. See if you, did, okay. you break down my ba- my good stretch. Uh, so also <laughs> episode two, concluding episode eight, uh, the house is the map. No. You don't think that's true? They, they, they say that there's like a, a map. Um, yeah. Or whenever they're doing the charades. Yeah. Yeah, so the map is the uh, the plants that are growing out of the kids' ears in the uh, in in the thing. He's okay. making a map in the room. Okay, I gave myself green for that, but maybe I misunderstood what he was talking about with the with the map. So yeah. so remember, she 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 said was trying to explain in that game of charades what was in the basement room. Yeah, and and it was saying that he's making a map. So the mm. map is all the pedals, so he can pick one up. It's a map of the uh, of the of the multiverse. Ah, uh, okay, fair enough. Yeah, I. I think do. I think the I think the uh, the house could be viewed as like a junction, but it's yeah. not the map of the junction. Okay, no, that makes sense. Um, okay, uh, well, that's a bad start for what was. Sorry, to be a sorry, good Conrad. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I feel like really bad about doing this. No, it's fine. Like... Listen, it keeps it interesting. keeps it keeps uh, <laughs> keeps things tense. Um, you don't you don't run away with it. There's no joy in, <laughs> yeah, yeah, in yeah. that. Um, the best okay. win is a one nil win. Exactly. Um, yeah, tense one nil. That's what we're looking for here. So uh, this was proposed in episode two as well. Concluded in episode five. The flower image is the window at the top of the greenhouse. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, that's correct. Cool. Um, and this one also concluded in episode five. The house gives you a way to travel. Correct. Nice. Okay, here we go. Big swing coming up for this one. <laughs> I'm. This is gonna. This is gonna require some discussion. Um, and I'm interested to see your thoughts. Proposed in episode two, concluded in episode eight. The room Rachel found contains some kind of sea creature that can do weird interdimensional shit. <sighs> Knew this was coming. <laughs> we were always going to arrive here. Let us not forget, listeners. Conrad predicted. A sea creature who does interdimensional stuff from water reflecting on a character's face. Yeah. Now, I've explained <laughs> it before, and I'll explain it again. It's like hearing a car, a noise of a car in a show, and saying, I think Michael Schumacher is going to appear. <laughs> if he appears, do you get the point? Like, you know, it's so mental. Of a th- yeah. I, I don't know how... The, the the most bizarre thing about this to me, and I'm as surprised as anyone that this ended up being even close to true, is that not only like I I guess so uh, like I'll 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 tell you now I give myself red for this because, um because what I've written the words I've written down here are not correct, um but the thing that's most surprising to me is that I managed to get the theory wrong, but in getting the theory wrong managed to predict something in the show or or hint at something else that was going to happen in the show yeah. that is so outlandish that there's no way I could have possibly predicted it. Like that to me is the, it's the thing where I'm like, I don't know how, how like my brain ended up there, but yeah, like that's, that's the thing. And I've, I've went back and forth thinking about it and thinking, 
was there something in the show which pointed you to that yeah it's literally just so. water on the face yeah you know well i mean it was marlo said like so basically i think this episode marlo was talking about oh there being something from the dream world that's been brought into the waking yeah. world in that room and then rachel's reaction when she walks into the room we see the water reflecting on the on the wall behind her and her kind of like horrified expression obviously in retrospect it makes se- makes sense why she's horrified um but those two kind of character beats had me thinking oh there's going to be some weird lovecraftian shit going on in this with like weird kind of psychic sea creatures um which turned out to be true even if it wasn't there i know it's so strange and i think all of the the listeners aren't gonna believe that we're gonna give you a minus one for this yeah they, they would be saying come on come on get at least an orange but i it, it wasn't correct you know yeah like I don't know. It's such a strange one. It's, it's... that's that's like a. It's I, I'm taking that as like a moral victory, if not a, if not an actual point. Yeah. I'll I'll yeah, carry so... that carry that with me as a badge of pride that I that I kind of saw the um saw the uh, the the octopus coming in. Um, and the moral the victory, Conrad, is actually all that matters. It's like it's like the game of Quidditch. Doesn't matter yeah. how many goals you score, you catch a snitch, you win. Basically. Yeah, exactly. And that's my golden uh, yeah. snitch. Unless it's Ireland at the World Cup in uh, the book, the fourth book, you know, somehow she like she she realized at the fourth book, Jesus, game I've made this Quidditch game doesn't make any fucking sense. Yeah, I'm I'm gonna have to have it be a tense game by one team getting 160 points ahead in the game. It's like, <laughs> you know, you know, you know how shit it is. If even the biggest Harry Potter fans in the world who started the Quidditch leagues and they play real life Quidditch, they change the snitch to be worth 30 points. Yeah, <laughs> I love that. This isn't a workable system at all, Joan. <laughs> yeah. So you so your your number one, um, Joanne, by the way. Your oh, number Joanne, one sorry. your your number it's like it's like Hermione. You don't you never know how to pronounce it until you hear it. Uh, you know, Hermoin, Hermoin. But you've only ever seen Joanne written down. So Joan, kinda, kinda. Um Alright, so um I think it's it, it's wrong. Yeah. I think people are gonna be angry at us. But we have to remember the moral victory is like the snitch. You will yeah. win this, even if you lose. Yeah, like I, I, I said that there was going to be some crazy interdimensional sea creature in this show. I got the, yeah. I got the place wrong. I got the, the, the kind of the situation in which it would appear wrong. But deep down, with it, maybe that was me being guided by my alternate dimension self. You know, that was like, that was me, who, like some, myself in another, another dimension who had already watched the OA guiding me towards uh guiding me towards that 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 conclusion yeah and the the, the clue they gave you with the sucker marks on her arm didn't even come in no, i got that wrong as well so just yeah. like, <laughs> now i ended up with this um but yeah a minus one it's a heartbreaker listen i'm as sad as anyone else but it's just the way the cookie crumbles um yeah. and, and, you know we have to be honest this is a fair game and an honest game um here we go so this one was also from episode two uh concluding episode eight this would be quite interesting as well, I think. The first world is Rachel's NDE dimension, which is why she was never given a movement in it. Yeah, like I, I think we've discussed that. I even yep. said that 10 minutes ago. Okay. Yeah, gr- we'll give it green. Yep. Okay, and, and also uh, conclude in episode 8, similar one. Uh, Rachel is having an NDE, although I guess this would be more appropriately be called just a DE in Buck's yeah. house in the original world. <laughs> Yeah, like you know, take the letter N off, and we've sort of got it, haven't we? So yeah. she she sort of turns into a ghost in a way, like she's haunting. Yeah, her she's NDE like she's, yeah, she's kind of turned into a into a ghostly energy ball. Yeah, it's cool. Okay, leave your doors open. 
Okay, so we're into episode three now. <laughs> so there's a lot. It does it does slow down with the theory crafting. So don't worry, it's not all going to be that much. Um, <laughs> um, so episode three, first episode, a uh, first uh, theory I proposed in episode three, and this was concluded in episode six, I think, based on some stuff we see with this character. Um, Ilias is tailing French and possibly the others, and this was based on a shot of French and um, Abel, Abel in the library with. A, a kind of darker skinned character clearly in the foreground of the shot out of focus that looked a little bit like Ilias to me yeah so I think at the time before we saw Ilias in this season there was reason to believe that he wouldn't have been uh, gone you know there was reason to believe that he was tailing I think where, I don't know what you concluded on this theory I think now you probably just think it's not it wasn't him um but I don't know how. What do you think in terms of the theory, though? So I, I gave myself a zero for this because I was like, even okay. if it wasn't him, I feel like the implicate the the fact that that shot is constructed that way yeah. to me is at least designed to imply that that character is still kind of present and will have a part to play in this storyline. Okay. All right. I I can get on board with that. Yep. Cool. Um, oh, this is a heartbreaker because it could have been so different. Uh, this was concluded in episode six. BBA is going through that TV. <laughs> when, you t- said, <laughs> when you said that, I was honestly like, you know, all that bother with the movements, you know, and then all, all of a sudden you can just, <laughs> just go through a TV. For a t- I love the idea that there's like some charlatan psychic in in Michigan somewhere or whatever, just a broken television and then <laughs> like giving interviews to the police being like, yeah, this cult turned up and broke my TV. That um, is so good. Yeah. She was probably the one who reported it to the police. Oh no, it was their parents who reported it to the police. Actually, wasn't it? But yeah. Okay, last one of episode three uh, concluded. Smack bang in episode eight. The boys and BBA are gonna travel this season. Um. Well, we know that BBA has to sort of end up in our world eventually because we know that she gives... Now, I don't know if you actually noticed this, but she gives the movement to Scott, right? Um, I think we did talk about that. So in Scott's NDE, he talks about a heavy set woman coming up and his is, his is in like the camera and the lights. His, his is in our world, his mm. NDE world. And he talks about like a heavy set woman or whatever coming uh, up I to didn't him pick up on that. That's interesting. And giving him the movement. So all this time, Scott got his movement from uh bba yeah or that's really phyllis, cool phyllis smith you know yeah um so she is going to travel uh steve's traveled so some of them traveled not all of them traveled would you count that as a green i i did give myself a green because i think ian alexander has traveled. Oh, of course yeah mm-hmm. um, well, 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 jesse i guess mm-hmm. hasn't um, no confirmation of that but definitely like you know there's this traveling going on yeah. With the Buck, Michelle, Ian Alexander character. So, so I guess like French and um, Angie are the only unconfirmed ones. But I, I mean, the way I read the end of this season, I felt like it's kind of a pretty safe assumption that they've all gone at the same mm. time. Okay. Um, I'm not sure about that. I don't think that's true at all, actually. Um, <laughs> Steve was built up as wanting to leave more than anyone else. The other that's ones true. didn't want to leave the uh, the dimension. I think when it focused on Steve's face and he was sort of giving himself to the Invisible River, it was implying that he was the only one going. It didn't do mm. that with any other character. That's so true. I don't I don't agree with you. Having said that, I'm happy to go with the green there because even the fact that some of them traveled and they all contributed to the traveling of those people, then I'm happy with that. 
Okay. Yeah, I think that's a fair. That is a fair argument, actually, though. That it it wouldn't surprise me now that you said that if it was just a handful of them who who ended up traveling. I think um, it's just BBA and Steve. That's that's all. I think. Yeah. Um. Okay. So this was all. This was proposed in episode two point four. Concluded in episode two point four. Um. Well, well, I'll I'll say the theory and then I'll I'll, I'll explain why I've kind of written this one off. I think. Uh, Kareem doesn't have a brother. His story to Nina was about himself. Now I, I I gave this like an orange because okay. it, it was so close. I mean it, it is technically correct, but like it was so close to be like he literally said it and then like ten minutes later it was like oh yeah I was just talking about myself that I was like I don't feel right giving myself the, po- <laughs> the points for that one because it wasn't even like and it wasn't even like forty minutes apart. It was like literally in the next scene. Okay, yeah, I think I'll agree with the the orange there. Personally, for me, I didn't ever think think that needed theorizing because in my no. mind I'm like. When someone tells a story and says about their friend yeah. or brother, <laughs> yeah. it's usually just themselves, and it's yeah. sort of like a just a, it's just a writing technique uh, and a character development technique. I thought it was weird that they confirmed it ten minutes later. I I wasn't expecting when I first saw them do that. I wasn't expecting them to ever talk about it again. You yeah, know? yeah. I I think that's that's that that definitely weighed into it as well. I was like, I don't really feel like this is worthy of a theory to be honest yeah. in the first place. Um. Okay. And um. And sort of similar in the next two so this this first one was proposed in 2.4 and concluded in 2.4 which is that kareem is always brother um yeah i i think but that is something that is worthy of a theory yeah um so i think i'll i, I will say that you can have agreed for that okay um and this this was next one was proposed in 2.4 concluded in 2.6 i'm not i'm trying to remember now what happened in episode six of season two um that led me to do that but uh katoon is both of their mothers um uh, i'd imagine that's incorrect because if, just based on the fact that we know that uh the oa is the original mm. so if she's the original angel how can a different angel be a mom i'm trying to think what old knight says like if you're the first ever chicken your mom's not a chicken uh, to be honest i gave myself green for this but in, re- in reflection i don't know why <laughs> I, can't, I, can't, I can't i can't justify why that's happened i can only tell you what the what the theory matrix says i'm merely a yeah. vessel for the theory matrix <laughs> yeah yeah i don't i don't really know um i don't really know why that would be correct uh yeah, not sure. I I, okay. I I would have said incorrect. Although I'll give myself go, incorrect. We, we can go orange. Can no, orange. that's fine. I think I think um, which one will make the theory matrix finish uh, more dramatic? Uh, I'm not going to tell you now. We're in the middle of the, the scoring. <laughs> I, I I won't allow you to place your thumb on on either side of the scale <laughs> at this at this stage. Um, it is going to be close though. It, okay, we'll see. Um, so oh yeah, good god. Just make sure my scoring is right. I don't want to get to the end of this and be like, I've, I've done it, and then and yeah. to actually turn out to be I've scored it wrong. Um, okay, so this was proposed in episode four, concluded in episode eight. The handheld camera section is OA visiting Brit Marling in the real world. Yeah, that was a fantastic uh, theory, so... That's, that's correct. Correct. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Now you've you've made a rod for your own back now because I expect uh, I expect like full on sound effects um, in the edit 
<laughs> I, I really, really wish that I was doing that the whole time. <laughs> yeah. That would be get very annoying for all the it's, it's a little bell. Great. My mother well, in law gave me this for my birthday one year. I don't Excellent. know. Excellent. Well we I mean we we've um we've arrived upon a new a new means of livening up the theory matrix. <laughs> okay, um Actually that's something we could ask ask the ask the listeners. There are other sh- other podcasts I listen to that have a soundboard on the go all oh, the time. Imagine. Is that something that this that that would lend itself to certain parts of our podcast? Let us know what you think about that. Like, should yeah. we have... Uh, Whenever I theorize, we have, like, an air horn, just like... Bah, 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 bah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But, like, we could even just add quotes in from different shows we watch and stuff, you know? Yeah. So eventually we'd have, like, all this sort of thing. Like, you know, you could be do, you know? Uh, could be great. Could be great. Uh, well, let us know, old, uh, The old Arnold Schwarzenegger soundboard things. Do you ever listen to those? <laughs> yeah. Who is yeah. your daddy and what does he do? Yeah. What does he do? <laughs> Get in, well. Get in touch. One as well. Get in touch. Step out. <laughs> something to think. Something to think about for Westworld. <laughs> okay, Elodie is Cthulhu. Westworld, Westworld would be great for Terminator ones. It would be good for Terminator ones. Mm, I'll think about that. <laughs> maybe yeah. for the movie podcast. Maybe maybe we should have a soundboard for the movie. I'm podcast. not doing that. I refuse to edit that. <laughs> no, you don't edit it. You just have it there. Well, I, 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 yeah, play them do- the whole way through. Um, we'll see. We'll see edit, about it's that. A, it's not an edit; it's a soundboard. So if I say something stupid, you could have someone come up and just uh, you know a qu- movie quote calling laser noises. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. It would devolve into that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just us playing sounds for yeah. an hour. Um, yes, Elodie is cartoon. I'm getting this train back on track. Uh, proposed okay. in episode four, concluded in episode eight. What concluded? do you think? Well, I mean, concluded in episode eight, so not really concluded at all. Oh, okay. So orange. Yeah, I gave myself orange for that. Don't know. I think she is, but can't really say either way. Um, I, d- I don't think she is. So you don't think she is at all? No, I think there's an argument for it. Definitely an argument mm. for it. But I, I don't. I don't know. I think. I think that. I think that the, the web of travelers is going much bigger than we think. You know. Yeah, I think that's probably that is probably fair. Katoon will probably end up being a minor kind of character in the grand scheme of things. Um, yeah. Okay. Proposed in episode four, concluded in episode seven. Scott met Elodie in his NDE, which is why Hap is recording it. Uh, no, incorrect. So that that's that's mm-hmm. the. So basically, I remember that now. How you came to that conclusion? Because he said whenever she was talking about her, uh, what she does and stuff, he said, uh, "Oh, I've just had a revelation about a patient." Now, what you maybe haven't put together in your mind yet, maybe you have, is that the revelation that he had is when she was explaining. Uh, being from the going to the dimension where she was an actress, he realized then that Scott's NDE ND was describing a film set. That's yeah. what he realized. Yeah. yeah, I think that 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 kind of that all makes sense in retrospect. Um, I wonder if he knew as well that he and Brits were together in that universe based on what Scott had described to him as well. It would definitely explain why he wanted to go there. Let's yeah. be honest. Um, Someone actually in the comments said that they think that. Uh, well, there's two things actually. One thing is that they they think that he's not really Jason Isaacs is not really married to Britt Marling. He just said that as Hap to try and get in the ambulance. Yeah, I think that's interesting because no one else around was like, "Hang on, that's what are they wearing this? rings?" I mean, I guess they wouldn't be when they're on set. But um... yeah, I don't know. And another thing was which I could get on board with, and I don't know how we didn't spot this. The reason why Jason Isaacs' voice was so bad is because he actually was Hap 
hooding on an English accent. Yeah, like Hap doing, like going through the fucking Dick Van Dyke filter to arrive at an English accent. Which makes sense to me because it means that, because I think Hap was eating so many of the petals before he went there that he sort of knew everything about the reality, kind of, you know what mm. I mean? But he still had to kind of warm up, warm up the old pipes to get the I English th- accent. Yeah, because I think we were talking about that maybe it's because Jason Isaacs is now integrated with Hap, but I don't think that's true. I think that he just knows. Maybe he, he, he is integrated with him to the point where he knows everything about himself, but I think Hap is still very much at the forefront of the mind, you know? Yeah, I think that's right. Okay, so uh, this was another one that was uh, concluded in the same episode that it was proposed. Uh, conclu- uh, proposed in episode 5, concluded in episode 5. Hap will discover another way to travel via Elodie. Uh, correct. Bosh. Very not similar, only will... but it is different. Yeah, and not only will he discover it, he'll commission uh, some <laughs> fucking engineering student to build life-size replicas of the method that he, that he is given in the space of, like, four days. <laughs> I don't know how he did uh, it. Yeah, I, I would, uh, yeah. I don't know. I think might That's the one sort... thing where I'm like, that is ridiculous. <laughs> like... I, I think there, I think there might be some sort of deterministic or something got uh, aspect going on there where they were already in place for it at the time. I kind of feel. Having yeah. said that, you know what? The man's got a lot of money. <laughs> Listen, yeah. it's San Francisco. If there's going to be robots with arms that can do that kind of stuff, it's going to be San Francisco or Japan <laughs> yeah, yeah. that exactly. they exist. Let's exactly. be honest. Yeah. Um, Okay, uh, so this was proposed in episode 5, concluded in episode 8. The seed growing in the ear implies an unbreakable attachment to the house and through it the multiverse. Lots of words in there. Um, (laughs) Unbreakable attachment to the house. Yeah. Can I ignore that and just say it's a green? Yes, you can. If you, uh, I'll allow you to do that. If you want. <laughs> yeah, I'll do that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, moving swiftly on. <laughs> so, uh, proposed episode five, concluding episode eight. The boys and BBA will reunite with Prairie this season and form their tribe, which is what the what the tree described to 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 the OA when she was hanging out in the in the roots. Okay, so my take on the tribe is that that is actually the save the OA hashtag save the OA that happened after <laughs> yeah, the show that's was cancelled. Yep, that's my take on the on tribe. Board with that. Um, having said that, um, Steve is reunited with Prairie. Mm. Greaser Steve. Uh, so yeah. oh, <laughs> <laughs> a grease lightning. Um, <laughs> So I think probably I don't know is that enough is that enough of a of a, of a reuniting to say yes to that? I what so I, I'll I'll be honest I gave myself orange for this because yeah. uh, we don't know about the rest of them. Yeah okay we'll go orange. I'd love it to be green but we just can't say. Um, okay so uh, last one from episode five, concluded in uh, episode seven. Uh, the next time we see this character, in fact, Hap won't be caught by the police when Elodi calls uh, calls for an ambulance, um, saying uh, saying a young girl has has been drugged or whatever it is she says, and will instead use these newfound traveling machines to find Prairie. So I thought he was going to jump away rather than face the consequences of the situation Elodi had left him with, but as it turns out, we didn't really seem to suffer any consequences. Okay, yeah. So that would be well. Yeah, well, she did. Elodie did say on the phone that she had collapsed due to a some sort of 
it was it was an actual medical thing she said on the phone. It wasn't like a it yeah. was it wasn't calm quick. I'm getting shot or something. Um, all right. So the answer to that is obviously a red then. But mm-hmm. but the thing is, yeah, it's getting it's one of those ones. If you had kept it a little more vague, maybe we could have went on orange. But it was pretty specific. Yeah. No, that's I think that's fair enough. Um, I, I I don't think that's I don't think that's correct. Um, okay, so into episode six now. This was concluded in episode seven as well. Michelle is captive in Treasure Island, and Buck will travel into her. Uh, incorrect. Yeah, there was just some traveling going on with that different versions of that character, though. But yeah, yeah, I think I feel like I was kind of knocking on the door of the right theory with that one. It just wasn't in Treasure Island, um, and yeah. the the Buck traveling is is it seems incorrect. Um, okay, yeah. um, so this was l- the the only other one from episode six, so a bit of a light episode, um, and concluded in episode eight. Traversing the Rose Window will show the OA the full breadth of the multiverse and how to move through it. No. Yeah. I wish I had a dinger that sounded like it was wrong. Uh-uh. <laughs> yeah. uh-uh. I don't have the button. I don't have the button. <laughs> no. We'll get it sorted for Westworld. We'll have a, we'll have a full-on soundboard. Um... <laughs> Yeah, frustrating. Frustrating, but not true. Uh, mm. Okay, uh, this was... So we're into episode seven now. We're on the home stretch. Stretch, yeah. rather. Not stretch. That's not a word. Uh, both. Pr- home stretch and stretch. <laughs> yeah. um, it's like a, I'm a South African. The home stretch. Yeah. On the home stretch. I apologize to any <laughs> South Africans listening. That was not a good accent <laughs> that I did there. I will say, um, South Africans, get your voice out there more, because the amount of times I've been asked in my South African, it's mental. Well, I think most people's exposure to South Africans is basically just District Nine. So, um... <laughs> Blood Diamond, although that's he's, he's from Diamond, Zimbabwe, guess, yeah. isn't he? Uh, Rhodesia. Yes. Rhodesia. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> okay. Proposing episode seven concluded concluded in episode eight. Homer and Hap were the two men aside from Pierre who called on Nina's home. I think Homer definitely was because they said. Someone who looked like your boyfriend, you know. Mm. So they said your boyfriend, and then someone who also looked like your boyfriend. I think that was that was Homer. I think the doorman was sensing an innate connection there. Yeah. I also think it's not outside of the realm of possibility that Hap also went around. Um, but was that confirmed? I I gave myself orange for this. Yeah, I, just, I don't think I it was confirmed. Was can, it? I don't think we can say. I think that's another one of those ones where I'm like, I think that is correct. Yeah. If I'm if I'm being honest, but you know, it's it. it I, I can't give myself points in yeah, good faith. Okay. okay um, so this is a biggie, episode seven. Um, so kind of building on a previous theory, to be honest, uh, including episode eight. There is another universe where Hap is Jason Isaacs and Prairie is Britt Marling and they are making a show together. Um, yes. And in fact, it even went further than that. They were making the OA together. Fucking, fucking back of the net. on Because there was one. a time when you first predicted that, that you weren't fully, like, you weren't predicting that it, they were making the OA. No, I, you, I just you, thought you weren't predicting gonna... a full-on fourth wall break. You were, no. you were predicting, like, a soft full wall, fourth wall yeah. break. Like, I, I basically, um, so for those who don't remember, I, I looked up the flight number that Kareem entered into the Q-Symphony game just to see if there was anything cool about it and um, saw someone saying, oh, it was actually a flight that Britt Marling herself travelled on from london to san francisco or something uh and that's what put me in in the mind of oh this is gonna there's gonna be like a real world thing here when when we get the the plane sequence with the back of mm-hmm. brit marling's head but it wasn't until this this episode where i was like oh they are literally doing like 
they are filming the OA here or filming a TV yeah. show together. Um, but yes, so happy with that. Um, okay, I will say I will say sorry before you go on. Anyone's thinking, oh, Connor just looked it up and he got it that way. <laughs> Let me tell you, if you looked up like I don't know some other film, any any other film, any other TV show, if you looked it up and it said so and so, you know, what, why did they use why did they use the name you know Michael? Oh, because uh, when they were a kid, they had a friend called Michael. It's like, oh my god, that means they're coming to the real world. You yeah. know, just because uh, <laughs> they're referencing things from their real life doesn't mean your mind should go to that they're going to the real world. Yeah. So I think that Conrad uh, deserves the full praise for this prediction. I'm still giving myself the points for this one. You're not oh, taking yeah. it away oh, from so. me, internet. I won't <laughs> claw it from my cold, dead hands. Um, okay, so we're on to the final five now. The final five, and and it's looking, it's looking tight. Yeah. It's looking tight okay. down there. Um, so... Uh, Obviously, this is concluded in episode eight. Steve, French, and Jesse are all missing in the San Francisco world, which is why it isn't safe for them to travel. Okay, it's tight. I need you to tell me what you got before I make a decision. So I, I gave myself green for this. Yeah, because... I was going to say green. I was going to say green, but I didn't want to say green if you gave yourself orange. Uh, I, did, I, I probably, I, I probably yeah. still would have, but I didn't want to just like if I say green and you give yourself orange, you're going to jump on the green. So I need a sort of yeah. I, I didn't want to. I didn't want to just throw a green at you without without. You, yeah, no, you I understand that. Thought. I understand you playing your cards close to your chest. Um, okay, say that I am also ba- like I want you to get a positive score. Like why? Yeah. I'm not. I'm not like the opposite to you here. I'm not like the other side trying to get you to have <laughs> yeah. negative. You know, yeah. you're yeah. You're an agent of chaos. You're the Joker to my Batman. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, we live in multiple societies as it turns out in this <laughs> across many dimensions um, yep. this was proposed in episode 7 concluded in episode 8 Michelle travelled when she opened the rose window leaving her body behind the same thing that happened to the engineer got it right gosh thank you very much a strong finish I think See, yeah. as, as soon as we get close to the end of the show and you, you think you've, like, you've made some really strong predictions then you're like no more predicting for the rest of the series. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The gloves are coming up. Yeah, I didn't have any theories for episode episode seven, funnily enough. It just like... <laughs> um, yeah, uh, okay. So this one also included in episode eight. Hap's water room is full of bodies. Yes. Ding, ding, ding. Okay, two more. Jeez, this is good. This is a good end. Um... OA's loss of faith in herself, as predicted by the trees, will come as a result of Kareem abandoning her and Hap compounding the damage in their relationship. Too much information. Given it a red. Yeah, I, I gave myself a red for that, to be honest, because mm. Kareem doesn't abandon her. I, I the, the way I saw the series ending was Kareem like fully uh, distancing himself from their relationship, but in the end, he kind of follows her, but just through a different path. And watches ends up, her, yeah. Yeah, watches her. Um, the watcher in the window. And the, the last one is a bit of an anticlimactic one, to be honest, to, to end on. Um, but uh, Pierre Ruskin and the Russian Mafia had Marlowe killed. Like, is that technically concluded? Like, I think we all agree that Pierre Ruskin had her killed. I don't yeah. know how the Russian Mafia come into it, but... Well, I just, just don't think... I, he doesn't strike me as the kind of man who gets his hands dirty. I feel like that's why he's friends with the mob, so they can do that kind of stuff. Is, do you think it is... Yeah, okay, that's how Nina met him, basically, yeah. Yeah. 
Well, okay, okay, okay. Well, I mean, it's not inconceivable mm. that like a tech billionaire could hire a hitman of like on his own. I suppose. Yeah. No. No. Of course. Is is that is that is that concluded though? I, I like I I know we all think and know that happened, right? But yeah, if we were the if we were police, right, in San Francisco, do we have the evidence to convict? <laughs> do, have we got a strong case? We can't do just go we, on witnesses. Um, I mean, I would suicide, say suicide. Apparently, yes. she, apparently she died by suicide. Yeah, well, it was but he, he, yeah, she died by suicide, and he's aware of it before it's been like reported to the police. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and also, someone broke the window uh, to her to her um to her house. Um, I mean, I would well, call the way, that okay. The way the way I think about it, right, is obviously that happened. Yeah. So therefore, by you making that prediction, you would have had to have concrete evidence for us to say you were right because it was such an obvious thing. That's it. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 I think I'm happy to give myself just a zero for that. To be honest, like okay. it, it, it won't... can't give you wrong because it is technically correct. But you know, it's sort of yeah. a read between the lines thing. Never, you know. Okay, so that brings us to what we're, what we've all been <sighs> waiting for, which is the scores. So to remind you, at the end of season one, I had a score of plus two. So shaky ground, but yeah, you know, not a bad foundation. At the end of season two. My score just for season two was plus three, which gives me an overall score of plus five. Oh, so, well done! So not yep. as good as dark, but still not bad. All things <laughs> yeah. all things considered, you've done very well. Yeah. Very impressed. Well done. Um, Thank not you. quite as good Thank as dark you. as you say, but still pretty good. I, I, we won't. If see if the OA does continue someday, and we go over it again. I think we probably won't retroactively go back. No, well, maybe, I refuse. I refuse. maybe I'll make you do it off camera, um, <laughs> but we will not be going through them all again. Yeah, I, I, I refuse. <laughs> yeah, I think, I well, to be honest with you, I think most like the orange ones, they are they are unconcluded, but they're also like we kind of know they're probably not going to happen. So it would be yeah. it would be like a clean slate anyway, you know. Yeah, I, well, I yeah, I think a lot of the orange ones realistically are they're, they're kind of similar to the dark ones where the show has just moved so far beyond the scope of a lot of them mm-hmm. that they're just irrelevant now. Um, but um, yeah, I it, it would be interesting to come back to this though if they if the show does get a third and fourth and fifth season um, and see how much of this kind of uh, like bears out into into those yeah yeah i agree okay we've only got one more thing to do um and that is i said to you guys at the start of this series uh of the after dark podcast when we were going through um way back in episode 35 i think it was when we started going through the oa um where that conrad he was so good at predicting things that he is going to actually tell us what he thinks is going to happen for the next uh three seasons and whatever he says is canon it does happen now obviously i can give my input too but we all know conrad is the supreme predictor yeah so he needs to give his thoughts and from then on from then on uh guys we just have to take it as 100 percent canon so conrad <clears throat> where are your thoughts right now for it okay so so i've i've got six things to talk about here overall four that i think are going to happen in the next season and two that i think are kind of broader more overarching okay things um so i'll go through the four for next season because they're all kind of like you know little little plot um plot uh, arcs that i think i could see happening first okay. off it's obvious Happen Steve are in a biker gang and we're going to get to see more of that developing. Maybe they're beefing <laughs> with some other some other people in London over turf. Uh you know, maybe maybe they they're you know, they're organizing a rumble down at the milkshake 
bar. I don't know, but that that's definitely happening. Um, S O A, Sons uh, yeah. of Anarchy. <laughs> oh shit! How was what's the theme song for Sons of Anarchy? I was about to start singing it then. I can't. I don't know it. the theme song. I've only heard the Irish version of the, the theme Crow song. Crow flies straight. That's the one. <laughs> <laughs> I only watched the ep- two episodes where they went to Ireland on your recommendation. Yeah. And it was fucking painful. Let's just Bad. say that. Not a good representation of, of, of Northern Ireland, <laughs> I, no, no. I will say. I'm going to say, you know, if you wanted to know why it was so bad, well, obviously, obviously the, like, you know, the whole polit- political thing, but even just insulting to the level of, like, having a fridge that's dirty and, like, like you know, all the walls <laughs> yeah. of, of the apartments yeah. were, like, really dirty. It's, it's, like, like, it's, like, it's like depicting, like... A, 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 like a northern miners home in like the 20s yeah. <laughs> it's, and it's it's like set in like modern day like, uh, yeah like it, it's it's modern day it's like they have electricity in northern ireland guys <laughs> um okay so another one that i think is going to happen um phyllis smith will be involved in an office reunion um <laughs> <laughs> which I think will be featured heavily in the OA, which would be very fun to have a TV show within a TV show. That um, would be exactly like the Kerber Enthusiasm uh, Seinfeld reunion. Yes. They had a four-episode uh, arc of uh, Seinfeld reunion within Curb. Yeah, that would be gr- that's exactly what I was thinking of, and I was like, that would be great for this. Um, okay, and then so a couple of more slightly more serious ones. So I think um, we've talked about it before. Um, obviously, this would be really interesting for um, for for the character. I think Ian uh, Alexander was transported into Michelle's body in the second dimension when when uh, when he touched Kareem's hand. I also think it probably stands to reason then that Kareem has been transported into Kingsley Benadir's body mm. in the third dimension. Um, that maybe that, maybe that's not exactly how it works, but that's kind of what I think would be interesting is if, if um, Ian is stuck in that body with maybe some of the boys left over. Um, actually thinking about it, it'd be quite interesting if Buck hadn't traveled and Buck and Ian Alexander in but stuck in Michelle's body are all in the same are all in the so same Buck, dimension. Buck travelled into Michelle's body. Michelle and Ian Alexander travelled that way as well, and then there was three in the one body. Yeah, that could be interesting. Well, I, I, yeah, I, I, it, that would be interesting. I, I like the idea of, as I've said before, the idea of Ian Alexander uh, and Michelle going back into Michelle's body, and then having like a really nuanced and deep storyline about. Yeah. Ian Alexander coming to the forefront of this female's body. I, yeah. I, I, I just find that that would be so brave, and I just think yeah. it would be amazing storytelling. Yeah, and they and you know they've got the, the they've they've laid the groundwork for it so well that it would be a shame if they didn't do that. Mm. Um, okay, and the last one as a kind of season three theory is that um, I think Ilias will travel to the third dimension, get the FBI to arrest Britt Marling, and try to reawaken or well arrest. Yeah, no, arrest Brit Marling and try to re- reawaken her or reawaken Prairie in her body through like an interrogation. Okay, I could see something like that. I think well, my mind's sort of going that um, the, the the brother would be another third person. Yeah, that, that could, which that you know they would well. they would occupy the same space, wouldn't they? Um, and I'm really wondering. I mean, they get, the... they've made they've made a they've made a good sort of tradition here of getting uh like kind of minority british actors into these roles so dev patel for the third season maybe that'd be (laughs) (laughs) that'd be a great shout maybe yeah well my my mind sort of goes to perhaps zal butt the director yeah her brother of the third dimension Um, oh that would be that would be very cool actually yeah Mm -hmm. 
That'd be interesting. He's like trying to convince her to do the show again, you know? Oh, there's so many possibilities. Um, yeah, that would be very cool. Um, okay, so we, we've got like two more here that I'm just going to briefly go through because I think they're quite interesting. Maybe they're complete nonsense, but um, there's been a pattern of characters dying before we visit their NDE dimensions. So obviously, mm. I mean, well, it doesn't really work out like that, but like Rachel um, died and we found out that her NDE dimension was the was was the first place. Mm-hmm. Then we've had Scott kind of, uh, not dying, but being put in like a comatose state by the house as we travel to his dimension, um, NDE dimension. So I think Renata would be dying in, um, in this third dimension or in some other way taken off the board. Um, shortly before we travel to her NDE dimension okay, in season that makes four. Sense. And I actually think the same thing is going to happen to Prairie for season five. And I think the w- the way I see, I've kind of envisaged the show ending is I'm putting in mind of that T.S. Eliot quote in the house, which is talking about only, only after you've kind of traveled um, these like ridiculous distances and seen everything, can you come back to the beginning? Um, and I think the show will ultimately end with um, her, with Homer having to kind of make some kind of sacrifice maybe to bring Prairie back or bring the OA back. Um, and that will then allow her to maybe go back to her home dimension briefly to say goodbye to her parents before she ascends to whatever um kind of higher purpose uh this is preparing her for yeah or maybe even like she gets to see her father again you know yeah 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 maybe she sees her father again um but yeah. I, I i think i i feel like the show will would end with her seeing that first dimension for for the last time before moving on um okay. and it would be like uh, uh, but but maybe knowing that she would never see homer and hap again i feel like that's um that would be a very yeah. kind of bittersweet ending. Well, definitely. Like, there's a few things. Okay, I, I love, love these theories, and I think I think um, definitely elements of them would be coming through. The couple of ideas that I had for like the, how the how the show would go forward is, for one thing, I think that in the sea in season three, the way it's in our world, and the way that definitely like you know she needs to be awoken back to being the away. She is going to just be Brit Marling for a while. Yeah. The, I think they would even if they weren't planning on it originally, if they did bring it back. Not using the hashtag Save the OA movement would be stupid, right? I think they would mention it in some way. They would have, yeah. they would have like sort of maybe even a, maybe a moment where like on the news maybe, or maybe they would have uh, literally or just like bring it into the show, like have the characters walking by the pickets of uh, people yeah. actually because people did go and protest at Netflix's buildings. Um, oh wow! Yeah. Um, so it would be stupid not to include that in some way. Mm. Um, the second thing is i cannot remember we were just talking about prairie so going back to like her her original dimension to say original dimension it's gone it was a fantastic point but it's gone not seeing homer and hap again or like having to give up her oh yes thank you yes brilliant conrad you knew exactly what to say (laughs) to remind me um so i think 100 100 she was going to travel to a dimension in which the tripod of her Homer and Hap are not connected. Because yeah. Elodie referenced the idea that bad things happen when you travel outside yeah. those those that 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 that, uh, that those dimensions. So hundred percent that was gonna happen. Yeah. She was going to go and maybe in a sort of maybe kind of like in an inception type way, like get lost within the dimension. Yeah. Um perhaps perhaps going <clears throat> Perhaps no, no, no. I suppose our dimension would actually have them still connected. I'm really oh. sure that maybe that maybe would be uh, 
season four, uh, where they're not connected. What, Our what dimension if, they are still. Um, so here's a, here's a theory that I've just come up that's just come straight off the dome piece for you for you here. Mm-hmm. So she's the original angel. Yeah. What if the whole thing is a loop, and at the end of the show she gets lost in a dimension where she has no relationship with Hap and Homer, and the entire history of the universe starts again, and she has to remember that she's the OA again, so that she can go through the entire process again, meet Hap and Homer, and do something that she would do at the end of season five. That's brilliant. I like that. Like the idea that her, she's the original and like her whole being is always running away f- or running towards yeah. one and running away from another. And then she eventually realizes At the point that she ascends, she loses herself again and kind of the whole loop yeah. begins anew. Like she yeah, she like I think she might realize that um that you know she's never going to be happy because she'll never get Homer and she'll always be running from Hap. And yeah. I think she'll realize that actually the the best thing for the universe or best thing for me is just to forget myself again and start again that'd be quite cool if that's how it ended because well i mean that is how it ends because the thing is whenever like uh she said whenever they're going to travel into season two where 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 homer said i'll find you Mm. you know we know that they're going to a universe where they're connected so they will find each other but the idea at the very end of the series might be i'll find you in a collection of 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 universes in which we're not connected but i'll still find you you know Yeah, and it kind of it it would really like kind of drill uh, or nail down that um that indelible link between these characters. I think. Yeah, I think that's a great idea. Well, yeah. Well, we it's canon now. Yeah, it was canon now. Yeah, exactly. You're welcome. Oh, I, I really don't don't want to make it again because you know it wouldn't be it wouldn't live up to what we we, we just came up with. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, it might like it might just have as we said before the season five like the OA in space kind of thing where she's on a starship going around to getting into hijinks. Exactly. Now, I did. I did say that I was going to talk a little bit about all the times that the show nearly came back. We've sort of mentioned like the Save the OA movement and stuff. I've mentioned before about. Well, actually, no, I'm not sure if I mentioned this in that much detail. So I'll mention it now. It was funny. Like a few few months ago, there was someone who just come into the subreddit and just been like, "Listen, I've got a mate who works at Netflix." <laughs> It's... This is the new my my uncle works at Nintendo. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I got a mate who works at Netflix, and there's an announcement coming tomorrow. Right, and there was like a huge like everyone on the subreddit was like, "Oh my god, I know it's I know it's not true, but please, please, I'm getting please. excited anyway." And then, like you know, the, the the hour after it came and went, everyone was just every post on the subreddit was, "Can we ban so and so? Can we can we ban, can we just <laughs> can we just ban them?" Um, That's great. But there is currently, um, if you want to go over to the um to the to the subreddit, the always subreddit, there is currently a huge build up. It, actually, it might already be have have culminated in the past. So this is released on Monday. There's something to do with Sunday. Um, so apparently, there's a big build-up. It's it's got to do with uh, clues being left on Zalbot Munglish's uh, Instagram Instagram account. Things like Connor. Now this is really weird. The number okay. 37. I think it's 37. I believe. Um, might not be 37, but the number anyway is really someone has like done a lot of analysis of the show and found that actually this number is recurring throughout the show. And on Zalbot Munglich's uh, uh, Instagram, he every time he would put a new photo in, he would take an old one out, so it kept thirty-seven photos. Yeah, um, stuff like that. As well as that, like there's like uh, this is a load of stuff. So people are posting new stuff every day that they're noticing. It's all gonna make like come up to nothing. Britt Marling has actually come out and said, if you know, she was very very you know emotional about it being cancelled. Obviously, they viewed yeah. it as like their last work. 
and she was like asking people just to leave it alone for a while <laughs> like that made everyone be like oh my god she's playing the role she's yeah. playing the role you know <laughs> she can't win <laughs> yeah, she can't win she has actually said uh that the before she said this that a lot of tears were shed over it and even there was actually tears shed by the producer at netflix that they were working very closely with obviously mm. from higher ups cancelled it then and yeah. she said he, even the, the Netflix employee, the producer, was crying about the show being cancelled. Yeah, well, I, I can't imagine the producer makes the decision, you know. It's yeah. going to be some, like, bean counter at the top. He's like, yeah. X number of people watch this show, whereas we could get X number of new subscribers or new viewers if we brought on this terrible comedy. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. The Ranch, go watch it. Right, okay, guys. Thanks very much for watching this week. Um, we have been the After Dark Podcast. You can catch mm. us next week where we'll be talking to Emmett about season one of Dark. Connor will be rewatching as well. We'll get his thoughts about the rewatch. Uh, subscribe on YouTube, subscribe on audio apps if you haven't already. Like the video, support the channel with either a tip in the in the uh, in the comments if you, you can spare a few a few bob. If you can't, that's fine. If you think we're not worthy of it, give it to charity. All good with us. Uh, there's also a t-shirt if you want to get that. That's another way to support the channel. Um, apart from that, I think that's pretty much it. Oh yeah, adpodmail@gmail.com. Um, I forgot the password for that, so Conrad, you need to send me that uh, so I can log in and see the people's emails. Uh, I won't yeah. say it on air. <laughs> don't, don't, don't say it on air. Um, but thanks very much, guys. Uh, we'll catch you later. Goodbye. Goodbye. Thank you for listening. The After Dark Podcast has been a Culture Cave production. Please subscribe on audio apps as well as on YouTube at The Culture Cave. Join us next week as Conrad journeys further into the unknown.